Welcome to the Casual Planeswalker Podcast, the show made by casual players for casual players. Welcome to the Casual Planeswalker Podcast, the coolest podcast on the internet. Not even just the coolest magic podcast. I'm talking, as far as podcasts go, we're it. So, uh, you got Brad here on the mic, and um, why don't the, the rest of you guys introduce yourselves? I'm actually coming in through uh, one of those little uh, tin cans that you put the string through. Uh, Brad used microphone, but I prefer to go classic. It's top dollar here at, at TCP. I just want to know how you how you manage that one. Uh, I send a pigeon. Each packet gets sent by a pigeon. Um, it knows where to go. That's a little bit of a delay. I will be responding to you tomorrow. It's <laughs> actually Josh just saying things. This has been compiled over a month because of that. My psychic powers are at their max. In case I accidentally mess up, though, my apologies ahead of time. You know, in case I respond to something you guys didn't ask or something. You know. <laughs> yes. So we'll just, it's going to take a lot of work because of this silliness of the tin can. Anyway, I am uh, Nick. You know creative content in terms of comics. <laughs> a lot of C's. <laughs> I'm Leroy. And I'm DJ. Nice. That's the crew. Like well, we got a team. Thank you and good night. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so, in case I don't see you. Yeah. We got a lot of lot of big news to talk about actually. Um, there's dang y'all. This <laughs> the website is just blowing up. <laughs> We've had uh, contests in the last week. We've given away a bunch of prizes. Uh, we're continuing those contests for people who like our Facebook page or um, follow us on Twitter. We're giving away um, promo cards. And so, yeah, we're getting a lot of – a lot of people are digging our stuff on Facebook. We're putting up content every single day. So you got to go check out casualplaneswalker.com. Um, another thing – that we have that's sort of taken the magic world by storm is uh, we've put up a visual spoiler for the commander set that's coming out. So I figured, you know, since we got the spoiler up and stuff like that, uh, we should we should talk a little bit more about the commander format um, since we've had a little bit more time to get familiar with it. So DJ, you actually you actually wrote an article um, last week about about the commander format or, or actually no that? <laughs> that would be uh wishful thinking i guess oh that was uh, new phyrexia game day i think dj right. should write an article that's right I, I was sitting here sweating for a second i was like oh man i feel horrible i was like i'm not keeping up with what's going on on the site i was like uh like scrambling trying to get to the that site was me using my psychic future powers <laughs> Hey, DJ, you uh, ever consider writing an article about Commander? Hint, 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 hint. <laughs> got well, a couple things in mind, so you can expect some Commander articles. It's a promise. Yes. Signed in blood. Well, uh-huh. you don't know about that part yet, but it'll happen. Wait until um, Brad gets two black mana. You're in for it. <laughs> that's right. Well, but anyways, we do have a Commander visual spoiler up on the site, um, so... You know, we're keeping track of the cards as they come out. Some really, really interesting uh, dynamics going on 
Uh, they're actually going to do a commander launch party. DJ, do you know which day that is? It's June 17th to the 20th. Okay. So I guess it's three days. Wow. Hmm. That's a heck of a weekend. Yeah. How did that work again? Like, what was it exactly? Yeah. Well, at the launch party, uh, you can enter, and then you'll get a commander deck for showing up and a premium oversized promo card of one of the rare generals or, well, a legendary creature that could be your general. Like uh, Edric, Spymaster of Trest, or Skullbriar, the Walking Grave. So are you allowed to use the oversized general cards? I would assume so. I mean, they're not going in a deck. Yeah, and if you pick a deck, well, I would think if you picked the same deck, you could probably use them. But otherwise, it'd be against the rules, because it's not the same colors. So do you have to play one of the, uh, the pre-con decks at the game day? Yeah, it looks like it. So there will only be five. Different choices. While supplies be... last. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then you'll also be put into groups of three to five, so you can have some multiplayer action instead of just one-on-one like every other launch party. That's actually really interesting, and seems like, you know, maybe... You know, I, I actually take personal responsibility being part of the casual planeswalker. Just pardon that phone ring there. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, that's Matt, that's Wizards calling me right now um, to give me personal credit. But no, I really think that <laughs> you know what we're doing at the Casual Planeswalker is going to be um, affecting the way that Magic gets played. And one of the ways that that's going to happen is is just making it more fun for uh, casual players to show up to events like this. And so to me, uh, making it a specifically a multiplayer event just is such a more open environment for casual play. Do you guys think? I think it's really cool. Then they've also have the achievement cards for this one that gives you little challenges to do while you're playing. Make things a little more interesting. Yeah, yeah like uh, oh, um, open the floodgates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, achievement unlocked. That's all I'm thinking. Basically, in paper form. What are some of the achievements on there, DJ? There seems to be one for each different deck, like uh, Kalia's Trifecta is control an angel, a demon, and a dragon creature at the same time. And then uh, the Gifts of Zedru is have each of your opponents control a permanent you own at the same time. And you also have crazy stuff like, uh, is that all you've got to survive being attacked for <laughs> lethal damage? <laughs> and what I thought was really neat was Command Tower... Just cast your commander using mana from a command tower. <laughs> so, I have no idea what those are. Yeah, I was wondering uh, what, what that is. Oh. I don't know. That's weird. I wonder what a command tower is. Yeah. Must, I've never heard of it. I think that the multiplayer thing's kind of cool, mainly because um, EDH being a multiplayer like theme, that they're just embracing it, you know, and setting it up for this. Mm-hmm. And especially for things like this Edric Spymaster of Trust, you know, whenever a creature deals combat damage to one of your opponents, its controller may draw a card. So you want to talk about making friends. That is so incentivizing, evil. Incentivizing attacking the other guy, they get to draw a card when they attack him. Yeah. That's a beautifully flavored multiplayer card. Green blue. But yeah, I, I don't know. I really see this as a is a big sort of step in the right direction for making these uh, 
sort of tournament feeling events more fun. Yeah. Instead of just, you know, lining up against your opponent and dueling to the death. Although it's still happening, but seems a little more casual and a little more fun here. I, like I mean, the fun aspect. They basically of this. give you that achievement card is all just fun things, you know. Right. I was I reading some of these, and I think that they're absolutely they're just fun things. I, I would have loved to be on the like creative team behind coming up with some of these. Like, oh, what can we do to give them something? You know, I, I like how the first one is every you know every Xbox game that you ever play. The first thing that you do or like watch the title screen, and it's like achievement unlocked. It's like, uh huh. What does this one do? Participate in the Magic the Gathering Commander release events. Well, that was difficult, wasn't it? <laughs> Level up. Level Yay. It's exactly what I was thinking. I was going to put a little sound on my phone so that I can play it every time I hit the achievement. <laughs> Get into it. Make applicable sound effects or emphasis when you cast a spell or activate an ability. If the wow. majority of the table agrees. That's yeah. amazing. That's actually on the card. Yeah. We're not even kidding. That's yes. that's awesome. That is fantastic. I, I mean, because we all know I constantly make ridiculous sound effects or... Or uh, overemphasize things like swords to plow, or at least Chase started this one. You know, the, whatever kill your kill your creature, like scoop their card and like flip it into their graveyard with your own <laughs> <Yeah>. kill spell. <laughs> oh, that one that. can that can either be hilarious if it's happening to someone someone else, or it can be enraging <laughs> if it's happening to your creature. He's like, up, oh, kill it, flip, flip, flip. Like, oh. He doesn't even say anything. He just kind of starts scooping up your card with his kill spell. <laughs> Uh, it's always funny to me. Yeah. Always funny. But this is great, though. Like, I'm seriously excited that um, Wizards has taken this step in embracing the fun side of of uh, magic and officially sanctioning fun, I mean, quite <laughs> honestly. It's about time. I think yeah. It's a fun card game, you know? Yeah. yeah I like that so. they added some multiplayer mechanics, too. Like, join forces. Yes. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> I think that's yeah. a really cool mechanic, actually, because, I mean, working on, uh, you know, thinking of different things for multiplayer, that join forces basically, like, emphasizes that, hey, magic is a game that's meant to be played with more than just one person, you know? So you mm. can play with, you know, five people, and each of them gets to benefit from it. Or if you're playing something like, you know, some of our formats, like, um, what is that, Emperor? Mm-hmm. Join forces would only, you know be applicable to your allies so those cards are definitely uh something that i would see putting into my uh emperor if i made my own specific emperor deck those those cards would go straight in there oh man they're really coming up with some really i don't know beautifully flavored cards like uh the mimeoplasm did you see that yeah i love that he's got a tyrannosaurus rex arm it's Freaking awesome. <laughs> yes. I do but, uh, appreciate that there. It's a legendary ooze, and as it enters the battlefield, you may exile two creature cards from graveyards. If you do, it enters the battlefield as a copy of one of those cards with a number of additional plus one, plus one counters on it equal to the power of the other card. That's so awesome. It doesn't target anything. That's one thing. I, oh, I yeah. You may exile huh. two creature cards from graveyards, so it's not like targeting... Where they're going to be like, oh, in response, yep, now it comes in. And it doesn't have to be from your graveyard, so. Right, from graveyards. And it doesn't have to be from a single graveyard either. Yeah, that's so beautiful. Like, shenanigans. Take the abilities of one creature and the power of another creature. That could just lead to all sort of, sorts of chaotic fun. 
Like picking up <laughs> things with your Tyrannosaurus Rex arm. Yes. That, that wouldn't be chaotic at all. I like a lot of these cards that are coming out. Yeah, NMR, Soul of Elements. They they have yeah. awesome names. Acorn need that one for his, uh, his EDH uh, elementals. That oh, just, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I mean, the uh, Horde of Notions is obnoxious, but, you know, basically having that card, too, it would just be yes. silly. Creature spells you, yeah, no. I like Acorn Catapult just because of uh, what what is implied by its action. <laughs> yeah, it makes me happy. Deals, pay one and tap it. Deals one damage to a creature player. That creature's controller or that player puts a 1-1 one, one green squirrel creature token onto the battlefield. I'm going to chuck That's a so squirrel cool. at you. Or actually, I guess it's, it's implying that they're chucking an acorn. And a squirrel is following that acorn. With a giant catapult. <laughs> yes. Ow! That's yeah. a sound. <laughs> they start having to kill their squirrels with the acorns and it just becomes really silly. Yeah. Yeah. They put a 1-1 one, one green squirrel creature token on the battlefield with protection from Acorn Catapult. <laughs> they can't be killed by the own Acorn Catapult. No, they can. That part was... Okay. I mean, this... this Another card that... I'm, I'm just... I'm going to love this format. I cannot wait. Um, well, I, I mean, I love that they're building cards specifically for the EDH <laughs> format now. Yeah. But um, there's a card called Vow of Wildness, which is a green aura. <laughs> and... It says enchanted creature gets plus three plus three, has trample, and can't attack you or a planeswalker you control. So you're empowering one of your opponent's creatures, but it can't attack you. So right, or you can enchant, you use it to enchant your own creatures, and essentially they're protected from thievery spells because yeah, you're, just, you're giving it, you're making it bigger, beastier, and it has trample now. However, if your opponents steal it or something or gain control of it, there's nothing they can do to use it. They can block with it, but they can't hit you or a planeswalker you control with it. So well, they can, can attack somebody else with it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But there's nothing that they could do against you or any of your stuff. So for those people that are like, man, I hate it when my friends use uh, any of their red theft spells. It's like, well, guess this card's going to stop them from at least hitting you with your own stuff. Saves you that little bit of dignity. <laughs> that's kind of yeah. funny. Those red death spells are actually probably going to be pretty highly played in this format. Oh, yeah. The blue ones already. <laughs> or not. Yes. Try out the newest multiplayer product, Magic the Gathering Commander, in a fun, casual setting. Ooh, yeah. See, they said it even in the thing. That's right. And they're going to use an open play that. format. That's so cool. I'm, I'm so just excited. loving reading these achievement things like... <laughs> It reminds me so much of um, the... Oh, gosh. I'm blanking out on the name. The multiplayer where you're all against one person. Arch enemy? Yeah, arch enemy. I was just... I'm like, why you got too many synonyms? Tyrant. Uh, <laughs> yeah, arch enemy. And, um, you know, how they had all these cool names. Like, which of, one, which of you burns brightest? But, um... I'm taking you all with me! Is one of my uh, ones <laughs> that I like. Eliminate all remaining players from the game at the same time, including yourself. That's awesome. Like, I know. I mean, like, the fun thing would be trying to. This would kind of be fun, and like, you know, like a, uh, you know, whatever casual magic thing. You guys have like a contest to. Uh, I mean, like colleges or game clubs or whatever could do this as like kind of a casual event. Like maybe like, um, they all go in buy a couple packs, and the first person over like the next few weeks that can accomplish all of these things, you know, wins 
or something, and he gets gets to take those packs or something. This would kind of be something that even outside of the outside of this event you could use for fun. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good idea. Just have these around in casual play groups and have uh, mm-hmm. prizes associated for the first pers- first person. It's kind of like a like a frequency card at at a coffee shop or something like that, where they yeah. like punch out you know each card. Yeah, kill but don't touch. Deal twenty or more points of non-combat damage in a single turn. Is that all you got? Survive being attacked for lethal damage. Yeah, it's Holy Day. Ah. Yes, of course. <laughs> One of the categories is ultimate endings. Yes. This is so cool. Awesome. I appreciate this much. I give it two whole thumbs up. Well, uh, speaking of Arch Enemy, actually, Josh, um, you were pretty excited about one of the the other announcements from the last uh, last week or so you want to talk about that the oh just getting the duels of the planeswalkers coming out is that what you're talking mm-hmm. about okay sorry i wasn't sure i was like uh, the special uh, arch enemy yeah. version of duels of the planeswalkers the arch enemy sorry i wasn't i was just i was out of it for a second i was like what um yeah well they were um saying that there was going to be something kind of crazy and new about the whole uh you know duels of the planeswalkers and i don't know how many of you have been uh watching on our site we posted the uh sort of the little video teaser they had uh dropped that they dropped that out what about a month ago something like that yeah duels of the planeswalkers anyway if you haven't seen it you should check our site go down it's kind of cool actually the little video that they made but um, I was interested to know what they did because I had played the original planes, uh, Duels of the Planeswalkers, but what they <laughs> apparently decided to throw into the new one was the uh, wonderful, wonderful uh, mechanics of Arch Enemy. And uh, I'm interested to see how it goes because it's it seemed like you kind of needed to have decks that were really, really, really powerful to win against mm-hmm. Arch Enemy. And yes. uh, I know that um, at least from the experience playing the original Duels of the Planeswalkers, the decks were really, really, really not focused. Um, you, you weren't able to, like, uh, take out cards. You won, like, bonus cards when you'd beat, do achievements and beat uh, the other, like, set matches and stuff. But all you could do was add cards, which would take you over 60 cards and kind of dilute your pool quite a bit. And it, it was interesting how they rationalize the fact that it would just be easier to not have people deal with the fact that it's hard to deal with the mana curve and so it just automatically added lands as it saw fit uh, for whatever your uh, bonus cards were but um, I'm assuming that they've managed maybe to make all of the decks balanced enough that there's pretty even chances of winning maybe you think they'll make some decks around the planeswalker cards I I don't know. They didn't do any Planeswalkers in the original Duels of the Planeswalkers, mm. which really bummed me out. And I haven't seen anything yet. Um, I, I don't know if anyone else has. If you have, you know, go ahead and say something on the site. But uh, to my understanding, they, they haven't added any Planeswalkers. I, I think they just think it's a mechanic. I, I don't know. It seems like Duels of the Planeswalkers was meant sort of to get people interested in it, maybe who haven't played Magic. Yeah. And... Um, Maybe and just to be a light little side thing for people who do, and I, I don't know if they will. I'm hoping. It's cool to have stuff like decks around Chandra Spitfire and yeah. those kind of cards. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. It would be nice if they uh, if they angled one like that. They did do a pretty good job of theming them 
in the original one, um, throughout that and the expansions uh, that they released for it, it was, I, I can't complain about it. I mean, it was, it was mildly entertaining. It, it got frustrating that I couldn't, you know, when there were cards in the deck that I didn't want, mm-hmm. <laughs> and you can't take them out. <laughs> You're just like, ah, please let me get rid of this card. So you played on Steam, right? Yeah, I did. DJ, have you? Uh, did you play on Xbox Live? Yeah, played it a little bit. My favorite thing was the challenges they gave you, where they give you yes. like the whole battlefield, and you got to win in one turn. So they're little puzzles to solve. Some of them are pretty complicated. You yes. do like puzzle games, don't you? I do. Being a fan <laughs> of puzzles myself, I nearly threw the computer out the window after 20 minutes of staring at one of them. That was sarcasm. <laughs> I, I, I was Josh like, I don't do know. puzzles. It's if you get yourself into the situation, get yourself out. I don't know. <laughs> Never put yourself in this situation. Be strategic yeah. enough not to get here. Yeah. I don't know where this, where we how we got here. But anyway, right. without well, just the whole how you get into that situation. I just I need I need a build in. I can't just jump into it and be like, what do I have? <laughs> well, basically, so yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see you know what they find to make this uh, format a little more playable, I guess, in the uh, mm-hmm. Duels of the Planeswalker format. Sort yeah. of a special little take on Magic. In a week, the... we'll find out. I mean, it doesn't compare to uh, the original Magic the Gathering PlayStation game, which I spent <laughs> countless hours playing. <laughs> that, that was before I had um, a playgroup, really. It was just kind of like, you know, Zach got me addicted to magic, basically, and then didn't really want to play anymore. So <laughs> I was kind of stuck. I'd like, I'd have to make deals with the devil, basically. Uh, the devil being my sister. <laughs> she, would, uh, she she liked playing goblins because they were cute and funny or something. So I bought her like this. I built a whole goblin deck for her, and I was like, please, just play. I don't I don't have anybody to play with, so. Um, I would like make bargains with her where I'd play like Barbie Dream Date or whatever if she would play Magic with me. <laughs> mm, I don't know about that. Yeah, wow. so it was definitely. You really a did have to deal. make deals with the devil. <laughs> yeah, dance with the devil, and something else happens. But anyways, uh, I logged quite a few hours on uh, the PlayStation Barbie's Dream Magic World. Together. Yeah, <laughs> Barbie's Dream World too. Hey, that's good stuff. <laughs> If Brad got his fashion advice. You never know who, uh, which hunk is going to be waiting behind the door. I don't know what you're saying. I will forever remember the iconic sound clips from that game. Like, I mean, it's funny because my friends recognize, like, when I play Bad Moon, everybody's like, Bad Moon. And nobody really even knows or cares where that's from, but it's from me saying it a million times because every time I played, I would play a black deck. And uh, it was all cards from, like, Alpha and Beta. And so, I mean, I would, of course, have four bad moons in every single deck. And it, when you cast it, it, it would be like, bad moon. So, yeah, I love that game. If anybody else uh, has played it, you know, comment on our Facebook wall or something like that. Because, I don't know, that was, was a good time. And, Josh, you actually were a pretty big fan of the Xbox game. Oh, yeah. yeah I don't, I don't really like what that happened much, to that. Too much. What was it called? Well, Org. I think it was just Magic the Gathering. Hmm. wonder if we could consult the necrosages of the internet. I have no idea. 
man. I think the necrosages of the internet will know. Battlegrounds. Yes, Magic Battlegrounds. It was it, it was okay. It, it definitely wasn't anything like uh, playing an actual deck of cards because you would buy like you had like a spell book type thing, mm-hmm. and you would collect mana. This is the Xbox side. one we're talking about. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, that game was ridiculous. Like, and there were some challenges that were just like controller destroying, frustrating. Like, where you've tried it 15 times, and no matter what you do, the opponent is just, like, throwing so many raging goblins at you that it's physically impossible for them to be have been doing that. So you just want to hurl your controller out the window and drop kick the person who made the game. Well, I did enjoy it, and I beat it, I'll have you know. So Okay, well, I think you sold your soul to the devil, so there. <laughs> yeah, well, the, I do remember specifically the raging goblin level, where they just start yeah. off, and they're like, raging goblin, raging goblin, raging goblin. You're like, really? <laughs> <laughs> like if you're really I, skilled, I have nothing. I think I lost once to Chase, and then I was done. Like, <laughs> oh, this is very confusing, and I cannot keep up. DJ, did you ever play that? Uh, I did, but it wasn't very memorable for me. <laughs> yeah, you did <laughs> in Nick's court. Yeah, I just started playing Magic, and I thought about looking at stuff to play. Because no one else really played the card game, so I just picked that up, and it was okay. There's something special. I mean, it's becoming less and less special as, like, you know, effects in movies become better, and, you know, more and more games get developed. But at least when we were growing up, there was something very special about anything that would allow you to actually visualize casting spells. That didn't really exist anywhere, you know, like, in a few movies and cartoons and stuff, but... To, for me to actually be able to like be a wizard and cast a spell and see that happen on the screen was pretty special. That's probably why they so, made Magic the Gathering Tactics. Did you see that? Yes. Mm-hmm. I, In fact, DJ, I watched you play it. I'm Did not you? familiar. What is this? It's a new turn-based magic that you can play for free the first few levels. So it has like all the cards like Prodigal Pyromancer and stuff. But it's turned into a turn-based strategy game, and it's pretty neat. Huh. That's kind of like the PlayStation game. I mean, it was not strictly turn-based, but it was basically like you kind of had to wait for your mana to regen, and then you could cast things. Huh. Oh, yeah, there's a mana regen button on the Xbox One. I remember frantically hitting it. (laughs) (laughs) Magic the Gathering Tactics, you say? Well, I'll have to check into that, and uh, you know, we'll give a full rundown in the next podcast. Cool. So um, now that we've chatted everyone's ear off about uh, old video games, <laughs> back in my day, you go down in likes. People are just like, "This is boring." They're talking about PlayStation One games. What is this? So these guys when like we had to picture things in our minds. These guys like forty. Jeez, not even close. Um, It's pretty cool though. You don't really think of magic as having been in the video game world um, this whole time, but it really has been. Sort of, they've been trying that even even to today. You know, they have the duels of the planeswalkers. So, pretty much all along for the last uh, what ten years or so, they've been trying to make video games to go alongside. So that's pretty cool. For nerds like us who, uh, you know, double dip in 
video games and card games. And I know, Nick, you're a big fan of Munchkin. Hooray! Tabletop Hooray. card game things. Yeah. Role-playing games, Dungeon Dragons, and uh, you're like, all right, guys, we need to kick this guy out. He's too nerdy. <laughs> too nerdy! Get him out Never. Of here. Nerd Never is the new sexy. Good. It is. Or you can be both, nerdy and sexy. Very yep. sexy. Thank you for noticing. <laughs> uh, speaking of command towers, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, actually, I think that's uh, that's pretty good from you know the casual player's perspective this week. Yeah. What do you guys think? No, it seems good. I think we'll get some more fresh uh, opinions once the sets so actually start coming out and we get some chance to play with the cards because uh, I'm definitely looking forward to. Uh, enhancing my own commander deck. For those of you who, who obviously nobody can see me, I did uh, finger quotes because it's just like you know, EDH has essentially <laughs> been that form, and yeah. uh, they're just like, yeah, let's give it a new name and pretend that it's ours. So remember when you had to like convince all of us to play EDH? I had to like, like oh. beat you guys over the head. And, like, bother you, like, bi-weekly or more often than that. Probably basically every time I saw you, to be like, hey, did you guys buy, build an EDH deck yet? Did you do it? Did you guys do it yet? And you guys are like, get away from me. Stop. Why would I build who, that? And then... Who was the like, first person to make one? Me. Well, yeah, other than you. Other than In me? Our... I think Matt Van Heron made one. Oh... And then, Brad made one, and then I made the Zer the Enchanter one after that. That, was, that deck is still pretty obnoxious, actually. Oh, so. I love it. It's it's just fun that you get to pull stuff out of like every time you attack. So I'm just like, yay! Yeah, actually, um, I know I said that was it, but that, uh, that conversation reminded me of um, DJ's update on the uh, new Phyrexia game day. We should talk about that for a few minutes, because I'm pretty excited, and it's going to happen um, this coming weekend, so. New Phyrexia the game day canceled because Brad said. <laughs> I'm excited for it, so. DJ, why don't you uh, give us a quick uh, summary of what's going on with New Phyrexia game day? Sure. Well, New Phyrexia game day is a game day like any other that they've had recently. It's uh, another standard tournament, and it's probably the first more serious one that you can go to to try out the new set and see what everybody else has done. And then, like all the others, you get promo cards. Just for showing up, you get Priest of Urabrask, the 2-1 that adds 3 mana to your mana pool, like Priest of Gix. And if you place in the top 8, you get a Mur Superion, the 5-6 for 2, that can only be produced with creatures that can make mana. And then, what they've also done, like the other ones for Scribes of Mirrodin, is allow you to make an affiliated deck that needs at least 10 cards from one of the sides, Mirrodin or Phyrexian, and none from the other side. So if you can make a deck with those and place in the top two spots using one of those decks, then you'll also get a Mirror Superior. So Hooray! It's just, yes. <laughs> it's just uh, another place to play and Get some cool cards. And the promo cards are also full art. Yeah, that's what I'm excited popular. about. Yes. The Memnite, Treasure Mage, and Tempered Steel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are some they look examples. really cool. 
from the earlier game days. Then I didn't want to spoil the new ones, so you'll just have to go to game day and get the cards yourself to figure out what they look like. Awesome. That sounds really fun. That's sort of like a, a blend of the uh, casual mindset and, and the uh, competitive, because they are giving away prizes to everybody, but they're um, also giving away prizes to uh, people who win. So mm-hmm. I, I like that. That's that's great. Oh, just another fun way to play Magic. Well, and cool. We all uh, love oh. fun Magic. Nah. Just a comic following up what you said. <laughs> that's right. So um, that does it for me. Anybody else have anything to add? I'm spent. Cool. I do believe I'm actually finished this time. I'm going to cast a vow of wildness on you, Nick. No. That does not mean to party. That means you need to attack my opponents. Can't attack All right. Me. Josh, sorry. <laughs> what? Aww. No. Um, cool. Well, basically, everybody should be checking out casualplaneswalker.com because we're just totally rocking... Uh, with content right now, um, every day we've got we've got comic comics. Nick's continuing the Top Dork series, um, so you want to get caught up and continue, you know, staying in touch with that. Yes. And DJ and Zach are writing articles. We're giving away prizes just for uh, just for being our friend, basically. Show your support, uh, guys, or I will yeah. stop making comics. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> or will I? Where am I? I don't know. Yeah, so check us out on Facebook. Search for The Casual Planeswalker on Twitter. Um, search for TCP Walker. And um, go to www.casualplaneswalker.com and check out all the cool stuff. And write lots and Adios. lots of saying how happy you are at how awesome the comics are. And That'll send me tablets. And money. <laughs> <laughs> and money. And all sorts of other things. Give me a car. You're just going to get little acorns shot at you from acorn catapults. <laughs> and squirrels. You're like, ow. Ow. Okay. Well, see you next week. Thanks for listening, everyone. Be sure to look us up at www.casualplaneswalker.com or search for The Casual Planeswalker on Facebook to keep in touch and stay up to date with all the latest news we're bringing to you. Thanks for waking my cowl up.